Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Good to have you back. Hope you had a spectacular Friday so far. You know, it's it's in between. It's it's not cold where you need a jacket, but it certainly is not short sleeve. At least in my opinion, not short sleeve or uh t-shirt type weather shorts whatever it may be but uh the forecast rick in fact uh i don't i forget the precise time but they moved up uh because of the anticipated heat and humidity on sunday the little rock marathon what really yeah 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 to uh uh further protect the uh the runners there'll be ice stations and so forth and so on so uh it's supposed to be in the upper well i shouldn't say upper maybe lower to mid 80s on sunday 77 here for baseball it's uh about 60 degrees sunny right now they're playing razorbacks last i looked were up three to one in the at the i think at the end of four or maybe the hogs were batting in the fourth and uh tomorrow it's going to be about 73 good day for baseball tomorrow and sunday well that's uh about as good as you can ask for. Hard to believe it's now the first of March, but uh, it's almost as good as you could ask for this time of the year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I somewhat after looking at the numbers for Murray State, they've always had a very good program. Maybe not one of the like Missouri State or Oral Roberts, something like that. But uh, they've they've always been very respectable in baseball. And uh, I did not expect this to be a high-scoring, maybe it could be ultimately for the series, but at least not starting out. I didn't expect this to be a high-scoring game. Probably won't be. It's like, say, 3-1. to Hagan Smith, what, the second pitch of the game, the guy had a home run against him. But nothing since. He's been really good since. And again, last I looked, it was the Razorbacks, I think, were batting in the bottom of the fourth up 3-1. to Well, as soon as I can get all these pads all hooked up and ready to go <laughs> then i can give you an update lots of pads huh yeah well you know we got our live fan feedback we've got our southern yeah. structural solutions buzz text line so yeah we try to have all that stuff available of course and then you throw in the other stuff that we need whether it's the um uh set broadcast of today's game which would give us the arkansas Statistics. I don't have it here in the studio. We don't have that that particular opportunity. So, um, from a TV standpoint, it's SEC Plus, correct? I think yes. it's all there is. Yeah, SEC yeah. Plus. That's it. So, okay. There you go. Now you're up to date. Did you um, Did you even notice I had this? They actually released this on Wednesday, and I, I was just thinking, um, how early does the sec normally release well the media the, the, yeah the lineup the lineup yeah, for you media know, i surprised trey biddy with it yesterday oh he did you seen it yet yeah can you believe it i said trey this is one of your favorite days of the year they've announced which coaches are coming to media day which day and he said i've been busy all day i haven't seen it <laughs> so i read it to him he's very disappointed that sam pippen's on the last day he thinks the last day's a downer everybody's been there all that time Last day is the worst day, but 
That means he won't be leaving early next year. Well, the one thing that stands out to me is the obvious, and that is for the very first time, Mm -hmm. you'll have history made as the SEC has expanded again. That is the first time that you will see the names of Oklahoma and Texas. Now, we saw this with the release of the football schedule. Okay, okay. But, I mean, this is really the first chance we're going to have to see. I, I, I guess they'll be attending, though, the spring meetings. Will they not down in Destin? Yeah, sure yeah. they will. Yeah. So and In an interview, the Texas AD will tell everybody what's happening the next 10 years in the SEC. <laughs> I can tell you're such a fan of those two schools, well, look, particularly think Texas. Well, about it, Randy. How, how would we – we don't know anything about the 2025 schedule, except the Texas It's going to be eight games. We found that out. Only because of him. But he and said it was going to be nine games they're the not following even, year. They're not even in the league yet. And he's popping his mouth off about what the 2025 <laughs> schedule is going to be. They, 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 have to, they have to talk like they're running things. Golly, please. I wonder who will be there to watch the official burial of the Longhorn Network. Do you think anybody will care? I don't know. I guess it still goes now, right? Yeah. I guess, what is it, in July, June 30th or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually got banned from it the other day. I say banned. You got banned from it? Well, I mean, I I guess whoever I was subscribe with whether it's youtube tv or whoever it was uh i didn't have yeah apparently yeah. i <laughs> i've never had i mean i i've got it on direct tv i've never i've never looked at it once not once i don't have it at all so i'm glad i don't have to mess with it yeah so i didn't realize that until i tried but that's okay well, I say I say we had it when I had the sports package. I do that a few months a year so I can watch the Cardinals and the Royals. That's the only way I can watch them is through the sports package. So when I don't have that, the months I don't have it, I don't know if we get the Longhorn Network or not. I, I really don't care because I wouldn't look at it. Um, did the uh, AD comment on the fact that it looks like the proposals we did talk about with trade the other day are about to come to pass? The one. Now, these, they haven't been voted on yet, so you have to be careful when you say it's a done deal because it still has to be voted on. The one that really um, I didn't think had much of a chance at all, Rick, was the two-minute warning for college football. Oh, but it's, it's a built-in commercial. So I understand you, how that. How can you not do it? How can you not do it? I mean, again, ESPN, the payoff goes up considerably next year, as I understand it. I can be wrong. But I think I'm close on this. We have on record that during the 22-23 academic year, the SEC paid $58 million. And it's going to be somewhere in that range, 23-24. In 24-25, it goes up to about $70 million per school. So that means they got to sell more commercials. So why wouldn't you have a two-minute warning? Well, this is for all of college football. This is not just for the SEC. Well, you know, I think the Big Ten's making a bunch of money. I guess everybody's making a bunch of money, except the Pac-12. Did you know that today is the first day in the office for the new Pac-12 commissioner? Yeah, I bet he's busy, isn't he? No, it's a, it's a she. And Isn't she busy? Yeah, what well, do you look at? There's, there's well, a... I got a correspondence from Oregon State. Hold on. Let me look at it. Hold on. I got another correspondence from Washington State. Time out. Hold my calls. Well, her job over the next two years... Because there, the NCAA does allow a two-year hiatus. You you have to be in a league with you know eight school, eight, at least eight other schools, or I don't know what it is. But uh, they're playing a football schedule in one league, and they're playing the other sports in another league uh, against other schools. So I guess her responsibility is to either find a permanent place for those two schools, and then the Pac-12 would dissolve, or. Uh, Combine with one of these other leagues and make this, say, the Mountain West or whoever comes into the Pac-12, and they call it the Pac-12. So I, that's her duty over the next two years. Are they not just simply fighting to hang on to the name of the Pac-12? Absolutely. And that really—that's all this basically boils down to. 
Because but, there's no way they can reach a power status again with just no. those two schools. That's that's correct. But, yeah, so they're fighting to hold on to it. But here's the thing is they've got some financial clout, as I understand it, because all the other schools that are leaving agreed to turn over the finances to Oregon State and Washington State. Now, they will get their TV money from this year. Those schools will. And this is the last year of the TV contract. But I think a, a lot of the other money that came into the league from what other whatever service, uh, sources there were, that all stays in the stays there, and it's Oregon State and Washington State. They're the beneficiaries, and which is fair because everybody else left and just dumped them, so they ought to they ought to get something out of it. But now that's only a two year deal, so they got to find some place to play. Otherwise, they're giving up so much in TV revenue. The Pac-12 didn't have a great TV package, but they, they had a TV package. So these two schools are giving up a lot of money in TV revenue that, say, in two years, if they're not in a decent league, then they're probably going to have to drop some sports. Yeah, okay. That is. <laughs> I know you've been following Washington State. That is State really State. damaging. To, yeah, oh, man. You've been following Washington State women's tennis for years, I know. <laughs> it's going to be disappointing to you. Oregon State soccer. I, I don't know what you're going to do without it. Hey, but Oregon State baseball is really good. And, uh, man, that's that's a blow to them. You know, I'm sitting there. Yesterday, MLB Network had the Baltimore Oriole uh, preview, and I'm watching Adley Rushman, and he was a great player there. Oregon State's got a good team this year. Arkansas barely beat them at Arlington. So that, that is a that's a tough blow for them. Changing gears for a moment so snoring Bob can maybe wake back up. We're talking about football. Yeah, but you weren't talking about Arkansas football. Okay. Oh, I need to I need to see how I get scattered just taking off a day. Monday, July 15th, LSU, Brian Kelly, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, South Carolina, Shane Beamer, Clark Lee, and Vanderbilt. That's Monday, Tuesday, Georgia, Missouri, Oklahoma, in Tennessee, Wednesday the 17th, Alabama, Florida, Mississippi State. In Texas, Wednesday, July 17th. Uh, Thursday, uh, July 18th, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Texas, A&M. And, oh, by the way, did you mention this, Rick? Omni Hotel, downtown Dallas, Texas. Oh, is it really? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Omni Hotel. Once again, first downtown year league, first year Dallas, league, guess Texas. Guess who benefits? Holy smokes. I, I knew that would gonna, excite you. I think I'm going to throw up. I knew that would excite you. Yeah. Okay, this is... Uh, moving to AT&T Stadium from Atlanta. If that happens, I'm really going to throw up. I like AT&T Stadium, but the SEC is not located in Texas. They. That's going to be... The SEC championship game, I don't think, is going to move from there. Just like they have resisted every effort to move the SEC baseball out of Hoover, Alabama. Yeah. I don't see it happen. They've got some good choices on baseball. But anyway. But it stays there in Hoover. I know. And I'm I'm sure there's a big reason why, because the proximity to Birmingham. (laughs) Maybe. Anyway, um, how – okay – you don't even have to make your normal disclaimer statement. I just want you to think and make a comment on what you think that you might do. What you might do. This is off of Bet Saracen. Arkansas is a 13 and a half point dog. That means. Kentucky is favored by 13 and a half. The over-under is 166 and a half. Now, you have to throw out, you certainly have to throw out that previous meeting in Fayetteville. That was what, a four-point game? Yeah, 63 to 57, I think. Well, that wouldn't be a four-point game. Definitely take the under. It was six-point is how it finished. Was it a six-point game? Okay. That's how it finished, yeah. But, um, well, you'd sure take the under on that point total. Yeah, but would you take it on this one? Yes. As I look at the game tomorrow, it's going to go one of two ways for Arkansas. They'll either be close again, and Kentucky will pull away at the end, 
and could win by eight or ten, or Kentucky will say we're not; these guys aren't any good. We're not going to let them get close again. We're going to just trounce them from the beginning, and it could be a twenty-five point game. So uh, that's why it would be difficult to determine whether you take the thirteen and a half because Arkansas definitely they match, they match up pretty well with Kentucky. They did last time. As Matt Zimmerman pointed out yesterday on the show, for Arkansas to win, they will have to shoot 50% or better, will have to shoot the ball well. That's the only way they'll have any kind of chance to win. So does Khalif Battle go down there and go 11 out of 15, or does he go 3 for 15? And that that could determine. Um, can Arkansas win? Yeah, probably won't, but they could. You know, it's interesting how you get distorted feelings watching them play. After the A&M game, after the Missouri game, you're thinking, you know, this team's going to finish strong and be okay. After the Vanderbilt game, it's like, well, they win another game. So you, you, it's hard to, it's really hard to pinpoint what you think will happen. We don't know. They could go to Lexington and play great. And let's think about this, too. Kentucky has lost several home games this year. So it's not like they're invincible at Rupp Arena. So we'll see. The question, my biggest question, is it sounds like Jalen Graham is going to play. Okay. I he, think he sounds didn't like... He, didn't, he, didn't Graham play pretty well against Kentucky the first time? He did, he but did. he's also had a layoff. Yeah. And I'll get to my other point. Okay. But then you've got midfield. It sounds like he will be ready to play. How much he plays, that is to be determined. My point that I'm about to make, Brazil, to me, has already upset the rhythm that they had established while he was gone, especially when they finally got onto that. And it was a lot of it was predicated because of injuries. Musselman was forced maybe into seven players that he played on a consistent basis. Now you keep expanding that lineup. It gets back to when they were healthy. Well, really, Brazil had been healthy for the last two, almost the last two months. But nevertheless, Graham was playing a lot. Minifield there for a while was factoring heavily in the minutes. I just think you're back again to a messed up rotation and an uneven distribution of the minutes and where they need to go. And that, to me, to me is, is a bigger question mark even than how well will Arkansas shoot the ball? How well will they... Well, I guess you could... You can't say how well will they uh, react to adversity because, again, you're having such a potential different group that's back to learning each other again. I I understand Graham and, and Brazil, possibly Minifield, could potentially. I wasn't impressed with Brazil's effort the other night. And, and it seemed like that really made Musselman happy. You I thought he was soft. But you thought Musselman was impressed. Well, let's sounded like in his post game comments. I'm just well, going by his post game yeah, comments. He had a three point shot, but uh, there was one point where he missed a free throw. That had he made it, Arkansas, the next possession, Arkansas would have tied the game. So that left him one point shy. He easily made the worst play of the entire game with 23 oh, that seconds foul. to go. Yeah, yeah, with four seconds on the shot clock, fouling the guy. That that was easily the worst play of the game. And so, uh, but he did make a three, made another, you know, did a couple things well, but he still doesn't look like he did the first nine games last year. He is not moving well at all. I still so, think he's favoring that knee. And and maybe, and that would be natural. Well, especially after you, quote, re-injured it. Yeah. Right. Even though it wasn't the same level as a... So the question is, uh, at this t- at this point, what do you do with him? Uh, you know, and you can go back to Nick Smith last year. Was Nick Smith, when he came back, was he ever 100%? Probably not. No. So he showed guts by coming back, because he didn't have to. He showed guts coming back. In the games that he came back, he influenced maybe two games. 
So, uh, but Arkansas was a little better. They finished a little stronger. They got in the NCAA because uh, they had a better NET than they've got this year. And uh, and Nick at least left the University of Arkansas feeling like he had given what he could. For Trevon Brazil, now it's a wholly different, whole different situation. <clears throat> like you said, it seems like things were starting to go really smoothly until he came back and all of a sudden he's playing, he's taking somebody else's minutes and uh, and Arkansas loses. So I, in the Missouri win, he played, what, four minutes? So he didn't change, nothing changed there. But he played a lot more minutes in the last game. It's a hard one. This team is the hardest one to figure out <laughs> that we've seen at Arkansas in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And that we may still be saying that when the season concludes. Good. I never figured this team out. <laughs> and well, Eric Musselman may be saying the same thing. Exactly. I never figured my team out. But you know, here's the, and again, I I don't, I don't know Eric Musselman. I don't know what he thinks. I don't know how he thinks. I just watch his basketball team, and we know what he's done with the transfer portal and built teams. We know he's an excellent coach. I've got to believe this year will make him an even better coach, because most coaches when they go through something like this, because he hadn't been through it, and um, not not in college anyway. When a, a really good coach has a year like this, it usually makes that coach a better coach. So, uh, you know, for those who think he's leaving, I, I don't think so. And if he stays, if he, if he goes, he goes. But if he's at Arkansas next year, I think the team will be better, and he will be better. Hagan Smith, his day is done. Arkansas is leading 3-1 to one as they head into the top half of the seventh inning. Hold the lead. Get him a win. Cody no more no decisions. Frank, Cody Frank comes on for Arkansas. Six innings allowed one hit, one run, one earned run, walked one, struck out 12. Wow. wow six innings. What wow. a day. Mm-hmm. Hagan Smith. Back in a moment. Twenty-four high school basketball state championships on 1037 The Buzz and 1067 Buzz 2, March 7th through March 9th. Game coverage is brought to you in part by ASU Three Rivers and Pro Copy and Mail. 1037 The Buzz is your home for the Hogs and your ticket hookup. We have tickets to every Diamond Hog home game and want to give them to you. Listen each weekday for your chance to win from 1037 The Buzz. I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb, and I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems. And that's exactly what our Kansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all Arkansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Way for Chief Justice Committee. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Ride free. Ride bold. Richard's Honda wants you to immerse yourself in the Honda Rebel 500's untamed spirit of rebellion, reigniting your passion for the open road. With the ageless allure of cruiser styling and the versatile power of a twin-cylinder engine, this exceptional machine seamlessly blends form and function. Equipped with state-of-the-art enhancements, including full LED lighting, a slipper assist clutch, and optional anti-lock braking, Richard's Honda at 6600 South University is your place 
to find unrestricted bliss on highways and twisties alike as you transform ordinary journeys into unforgettable adventures. Always wear a helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Never ride after consuming drugs or alcohol and never use a street as a racetrack. Obey the law and read the owner's manual thoroughly. Stop by Richard's Honda at 6600 South University and let Rich and his team take care of all your needs. From repairs to accessories to new and used motorcycles and side-by-sides, Richard's Honda has you covered. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or trying to do it yourself. I did that one time and almost killed my yard. Sanders Ground Essentials saves you time and money and makes your yard the envy of the neighborhood. Don't wait. Do it now. Call Sanders Ground Essentials and get started with Sanders Ground Essentials Weed Control Program. Servicing all of Central Arkansas, including Cabot and Jacksonville. On the web at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop. Thanks to our friends at Fence Brokers. But I want to talk to you first about the good folks at Double B's, where you guess it, grab it, and go. And uh, it's a new month, which means brand new specials. And I was just looking over some of the specials. Uh, let's see. 16-ounce Red Bull, the big boy. Uh, two for eight dollars. We got the Cheeto special on this month. Two for four dollars. And uh, continuing with the theme of spring sports, the need to have Gatorade in the dugout. Sixteen point nine ounce Gatorade G Fit. Two for five dollars. And uh, there's still the great specials you'll find, whether it's on the eighteen and a half ounce Lipton Pure Leaf Tea. For just two fifty nine, or the Mister Pure sixteen ounce for two sixty nine, and my favorite, the Core Hydration Water thirty ounce for just two seventy nine. So you can see several great specials for the. Well, There's more than just a couple, but more than just a several. But there are a lot of great specials you'll find at Double Beef. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double Beef. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, Kevin, uh, we need an update on the status. Rick talked about it a few moments. The status of Eric Musselman. Uh, do you know all the different schools he's put his resume into, and uh, what <laughs> what what direction do you think he's headed? Well, I've been saying for a while. I think it's more likely that he's gone than coming back. Uh, I do have information specifics on schools. I've been refraining from going into that. Uh, oh, why not? What's it going to matter? <laughs> it's not going to affect me or you, right? Uh, you know, I told folks I'd on it for a little bit so somebody's going to beat you to the punch on a green light i'll give myself a green light but i'm not ready to do that today somebody's going to beat you to the punch (laughs) oh believe me it's it's the word's getting around um i haven't seen it you know i haven't seen anything uh really specific by anybody any credible reporting or anything like that so i might be the first to put it out there yeah, why not? So yeah, anyway, you not think today. The next, so you think the next four games are just a waste of time? Then, I mean, they could be. Here's why. Here's here's why I'm not comfortable saying it because there have been so, there has been so much going on on and off the court, guys, and some of this stuff has not bubbled up, and you just wonder if and when that does, how that might alter the landscape. Now. That I, you know, you could take that and say, "Well, what is he talking about?" That's another thing for another day. Um, but but this is why I've been a, a, a lean instead of a heavy. You know, so I see some folks out there 
prognosticating 60 70% he's gone if if some of this stuff doesn't become an issue i think the percentage is actually higher than that but i've been sticking to you know leaning towards slightly more than 50-50 because i don't know what else might surface so and and alter things i think one of the things that's helped him is that arkansas after that one and six start didn't completely implode and some of the off the court stuff that's you know some of the rumors out there i'm not going to get into those but it just you know these things can snowball into a really ugly situation, so they've they've avoided that. Uh, you know, notwithstanding all that, this really this bad loss, the worst loss under Musselman at Arkansas, I think probably in his career, quad four loss. Uh, certainly, um, you know, mixed any any idea that Arkansas was going to get on one of these runs and, and and give itself a chance to get in the NCAA tournament. I mean, Arkansas could still be the automatic qualifier. Probably going to need five wins in five days. I don't see that happening. So, yeah, we're going to hear we, Arkansas season will be over uh, at some point during the SEC tournament, and then I, and you know, I don't think, I don't think the resume is going to be good enough even for an NIT look. Um, and I think uh, even if that were the case, Arkansas would then have a decision to make if there's a coaching change if they do want to play in the NIT. There's a lot of moving parts still, guys. Um, but I, I continue to get texts from from quality sources daily uh, on this situation and everything's kind of pointing that he's probably not back um and that's eric musman and you know we'll, we've got just a short amount of time to get through these last few games in the sec tournament and see how the chips start to fall once the coaching carousel really gets going so what is the foundation for all this kevin why all of a sudden okay just because they have this one rocky season, what's the foundation behind all of this? Well, it depends on who you talk to. Um, th- th- this is not really anything new, guys. If you remember, I said that I had credible sources, and I talked about, I didn't talk about it at that time, but, you know, six weeks ago, whenever it was I started talking about this, four or five, six weeks ago, I said, you know, he was putting, he was casting the net before, you know, even before the season started. So it's not just about where this season went. And as I'm able to talk more about the situation, if and when he does leave, I think you'll be interested to learn some other things over the past two or three years um, in terms of uh, maybe looking elsewhere. Well, here's all I would say about this. I think he's an excellent basketball coach. He revived the program. If he wants to leave then basically Hunter needs to say you need to leave as soon as the season's over. Because if you if you've got a coach that wants to leave, then you're not gonna there's no reason to try and convince him to stay. I also hope and, and again, uh, no athletic director ever again is gonna be Frank Broyles and I, I understand that. But I hope Hunter Dicker Hunter uh, has already got say two or three coaches in mind that if he calls them, he knows he's got a great chance to get them. And so that that's you've always got to be thinking forward instead of thinking, what do I got to do to keep this guy? If if he does want to leave, then you got to let him go. And, in fact, you need to encourage yeah. him to. Now, if all of this is a bunch of balderdash and he wants to rebuild and have a good team next year, then he needs to go into Hunter Yurichek's office as soon as the season's over and say, Coach, we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. That's, that's what needs to happen. But the only way I see that happening, it wouldn't be this is all a bunch of balderdash. It would be something didn't pan out that he was thinking would. Now, it'll be framed that way. It'll be framed like I was never going anywhere. They have to do that. You know, that'll be the narrative. But if, if he's back, uh, that means other stuff didn't work out like he thought it would. Well, that's, how, that's my take on it. Again, if that's the case, I can tell you what Frank Burles would have said. Well, I'm sorry that didn't work out. We'll see you. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, know, well, again, I, don't, I don't know how Hunter Juracek will handle it, but that's how Frank Burles would have handled it. You look to go. Right. It didn't work out. That's too bad. We'll see you. You know, and you said, you know, Juracek would likely, you know, should have two or three candidates. I could tell you in mind, I could tell you it's more. it would be more than that. Good. Okay. Uh, already, you, and you have to do that in this day and age. You have to be Absolutely. prepared for. You, you can't. Two or three might might have worked. <laughs> he you needs, know, he needs to know. Day, but or you know, a handful or less. They have to look at a lot bigger. Coach uh, Rolls is pretty convincing. Yeah, well, Coach Rolls is pretty convincing. Once yep. once he once he got to you, 
there was a good chance he was going to get you. And I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't know if there are any athletic directors like that. Again, times have changed dramatically. NIL transfer portal. I mean, it's a whole different world. I said yesterday, I think Hunter Juracek is an A plus athletic director. I wouldn't want his job to save my life. I, I, I cannot imagine who well, would want to be an athletic director today. I can't imagine. There's varying opinions about that, and I can respect yours. I will say this. I think Coach Wells was the greatest salesman that University of Arkansas Athletics ever had. Now, if there's someone that's better, I don't, I, I'm not aware of it. No. And that's why the people of Arkansas were convinced that the Razorbacks ought to be good at every sport all the time, because he convinced them of that. And if he had a coach that he didn't think met that standard, he got rid of him and got another one. <laughs> That's just the way he well, works. And remember, when we talk about Mussman, we're not talking about a guy that should be shown the door or be on a hot seat. We're, we're talking about it from the vantage point of his perspective, the best I can shape that, based on what I'm gathering from folks. From It's not just local folks. They're folks tied to basketball in different parts of basketball, different levels. And, and they're not having the same circular conversation. And so that's where you start to understand there's validity to things. And so, you know, without being able to delve, delve into specifics, it's just been going on for a while. So, you know, well, we'll if see if again. He, if he's, again, uh, if he's landscape unhappy. Landscape changes. If he's unhappy. Uh-huh. And, and wants, if he's unhappy and wants to go, that's fine. That's well, when we talk about players get yeah. to do that. Why, why wouldn't a coach get to do that? The, and the NIL is going to shape so much, not only in portal recruiting, high school recruiting, but in coaching, because coaches are looking at places where they are where the NIL is strong, and the perception is, and the based on again people I've talked to, some of them are, you know, directly involved in some of this stuff. It, it's not good at Arkansas right now, and hasn't been. I think it was probably good when you saw Arkansas get three five stars in one class two recruiting cycles ago. I think at that moment, at that point in time. Um, you know, it, it, it's better than it's been since. Uh, and there's different, you know, different reasons behind the scenes that I'm, you know, not comfortable. This part, I'm not, it's not that I've been asked well, to talk about. It's more of I'm not, coach, I haven't man. been able to confirm with 100% validity what is real on that, on the reasons. I do know that, that Mossman's not pleased with it. Well, then he needs to go find someplace that has more money. That's, that's that's just the way it works. You know, we talked about this at length yesterday. You're in a state of a population of 3 million people. You want to raise money for a basketball arena? You want to raise money for NIL? You want to raise this? You want to raise that? You want to raise this? I, I, I am only aware, I'm only aware of six billionaires in the state of Arkansas. There may be more, and I'm not going to name them. Three of them are Waltons. But uh, that I'm aware of, it is not an extraordinarily wealthy state, and yet you're expected to compete with wealthy states. That's where Coach Broyles was a genius, because he felt like if you gave a hundred dollars, and this is years ago, you know, you're important to the program. If enough people gave a hundred dollars, that's the equivalent of one person out there giving, you know, substantial dollars. They have some donors who give substantial do- dollars. I get that, but we're not a wealthy state. And if and if it's and if everybody's out there thinking, well, gosh, we need to pony up, okay, well then do it. But there are a lot of people that would rather take a family vacation than help a linebacker or a point guard through school. Yeah. Well, you That's look what happened with football. Go ahead. Do I? No, go ahead. I'm through. No. <laughs> okay. No, I was going to say when you look at what happened with the football season. Yeah. Uh, and then basketball falling way short, way short of preseason expectations. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking now, we're, they're guaranteed a three, their third losing league record in the last five seasons, all of those under must. You know, they're, <clears throat> excuse me, two losses away with three to go of finishing the regular season with the first losing record in, for the Razorbacks bas- men's basketball program in 14 years. Um, if they lose two of these last three games, hold on, Kevin. On the hold on. Kevin, the Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac.
Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. It's a $300,000 leap into luxury giveaway this February at Southland Casino Hotel. Win free play, gift cards, and finalist tickets daily. On Saturdays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., 10 winners every hour win up to $1,000 in free play and a finalist ticket. The grand prize drawing is Saturday, March 2nd at 10 p.m. Win a Maserati watch, a Louis Vuitton purse, $10,000 cash, or a 2024 Maserati. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700. Maserati, the Trident, and Louis Vuitton are registered trademarks. Maserati and Louis Vuitton are not sponsored of this promotion. Home Outlet is the go-to store for your new kitchen. Choose from a large selection of new in-stock cabinets or semi-custom cabinets. They offer a free kitchen design service with unlimited revisions and a 3D image of your design, including cabinets, countertops, backsplash, and more. Great products at the guaranteed lowest price. Something for everyone. Find us online at homeoutlet.com. Break up with your big box store. Kitchens, baths, and floors, and more. Home Outlet is your home store. Hey, everything okay? Yes, I'm fine. Honey. Hey, I'm here for you. Tell me about school today. When kids can't find the right words, music can help them sound it out. Talk to the kids in your life about their emotional well-being. Find tools and resources at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Hi, I'm Todd Yacobi, your new chief meteorologist on KRK4 News, and I'm excited to start working for you. So download the Arkansas Storm Team app, stay up to date, and trust that the Arkansas Storm Team is always ready. Stay weather aware with the Arkansas Storm Team on KRK4. Arkansas golf legend John Daly joins the mayhem each week, brought to you by Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today, and by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, family-owned and operated diesel and truck repair you can trust. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We will be rejoined in a moment by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop. Thanks to our good friends, Chris Walker and company, that is Fence Brokers. We are now joined by Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. Neil, tell me this is so... I'm showing Arkansas is a 13-and-a-half-point underdog to the Kentucky Wildcats. Yes, they are. It opened up at 14-and-a-half, briefly went to 15-and-a-half, and now it's back to 13-and-a-half. So there's been a little money come in on both sides to adjust that. And uh, uh, and the over and under is at 166-and-a-half right now. Seems a little high to me, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, it, you know, but uh, that's why they play the game. Like I always say, if it if it ended up with what, what I set the line, that it wouldn't be very fun to watch all the time. So uh, too many pushes. But anyway, uh, got a big weekend. College college basketball, get ready for college tournament seating and making uh, uh, a couple of bubble teams uh, are, are making their last push. Got softball and baseball all weekend long. Even got boxing specials. A lot of people uh, bet Jake Paul the last time he fought. We've got a special for him. And uh, just to preview, I know uh, Major League Baseball uh, doesn't get in the full swing to the end of the month, 
But look at those regular season specials and those preseason props on baseball. They could become very valuable this fall. You never know. I am also noticing, but I'm not seeing Little Rock on here. If I if I am, I'm missing it. Uh, they've got their final home game. In fact, final game of the regular season tomorrow. Uh, but then I, I see Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, they are uh, underdog to App State, seven and a half. UCA is uh, the underdog against North Alabama, four and a half. Uh, is that one the Lady Red Wolves? They are a two and a half point favorite over App State. And let's see, that's it. I can't find Little Rock on here. And Little Rock again. Yeah, I, I think it's tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, if it's tomorrow, that will probably be out in the morning. A lot of those, uh, 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 a lot of the basketball games uh, with those conferences don't come in into the morning of. So. Uh, that's a little bit different there, but we try to get them out as fast as we can. Gotcha. And also, uh, tomorrow, also tomorrow night, uh, LeBron James nine points away from his forty thousand uh, career milestone point, and uh, and that was that was the game that was the odds on favorite when we uh, a couple of weeks ago when we offered what day he would hit it, and uh, looks like everybody that bets tomorrow is going to cash, and we still got to mark it up where you can see if he's going to do it with a free throw, which is the best odds three-pointer or a two-pointer so you can have fun with that and witness a little bit of uh, basketball history like it all right neil where can they find this good stuff go to bestsaracen.com or to the app stores on your apple or google play store on android and in as little as five minutes you can be signed up verified and make a deposit and bet on your favorite team or your uh, or your uh player and uh Hey, with March Madness coming, with all the action that's going to be around that, you want to get that in quick. And uh, and, and have a good weekend, and good luck, everybody, on your picks. And the Double R Prof Specials. Don't forget those for the Kentucky game as well. Thank you, Neil. As Neil Atkinson, by way of Bet Saracen, go to the App Store, uh, get the app Bet Saracen, or you can just simply go online at BetSaracen.com. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, Kevin, this from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. Muscleman not pleased with what? Is it NIL? I missed that part. Please clarify. Well, I do, so we're going in right before we went to the break. We were talking about NIL, and I, I, you know, I didn't uh, go into the specifics on some of the stuff that I haven't been able to verify is exactly why. You know, I've gotten several folks directly tied to that situation telling me that it's broken, but they won't exactly give me all the details, and so that's an issue. But I do know that Mossman's not pleased with it. So, uh, you know, that's all I'm going to say uh, about that. Uh, but I am confirming that, that he sees it as a problem. Now, Arkansas has been portrayed to me as the second-worst NIL program in the SEC outside of Vanderbilt. Uh, those teams just played head-to-head, and, and Vanderbilt got the better of Arkansas on its own court. But in NIL, that may be the one leg up Arkansas has got in the league. That's not, that's not good. Mm. And it tells you that the Razorbacks are probably then checking up short against other schools that are high major, in high-major leagues that are not the SEC. So if it's true... Everything I hear from different folks, if it is, then that's a problem. And that would all obviously could impact uh, what a coach is thinking uh, in terms of where he's at and what, what might be out there. But I think there's other things that play there as well. By the way, guys, I was saying before we went to the break, I was kind of going through some of the negatives, but Arkansas, uh, you know, it, it, I think Mike Anderson in his first season went 6-10 and 10 in the SEC. Arkansas's got a you know, it's got to win two of these last three games just to get to seven wins. If they only get to six, the Razorbacks would finish six and 12, and that would be the worst league finish since John Pelfrey's 15 years ago, his 08 09 team that went two and 14. And so, you know, it, it is one of those ugly seasons, but you have to circle back to it's not the kind of situation that would put Melsman on the hot seat. However, in the last 51 games, Arkansas is 25 and 26. And that's so. You know, the, the run of the Sweet 16 last year was great, okay? I mean, we, we remember what happens in March. It kind of trumps most everything else. 
But the fact is, in the last 51 games, and that goes back to the start of SEC play last year, Arkansas is barely a five, you know, not even at 500 yet. They're, they're a game below 500. And so you're combining at that point two seasons worth of SEC regular season games, the last year's SEC tournament, NCAA tournament, and this year's non conference. Um, so when you look at the back to back Elite Eight teams, Arkansas didn't win the SEC, but the first Elite Eight run, that team finished second behind Alabama. The next year, that team finished in the top four. We know both of those teams started poorly. Every, every, team Mussman's had year two through five has started poorly in league play. Uh, but those teams finished strong and finished in, the, in, a, in a really good league at the top. But the last two years, when, you, when you're really looking at the SEC and other stuff, despite the Sweet 16 run, that counts. That matters. I'm not going to act like it doesn't. But it, it, it's not just this season in a vacuum the way I see it. I, I think it's – you've got to remember, five – four guys that are in the NBA now – Granted, Nick Smith Jr. was hurt and played only 17 and missed 19 last year. But Anthony Black, Ricky Council IV, Jordan Walsh, Trevor Brazil, still projected as a draft pick. Now, he only played eight games last year. was much better in those games than he's really been been able to do consistently this year. Um, but but you typically think when you're, you've got those kind of players, you probably do better than what Arkansas has been able to do in the SEC at least. And then this year, you could even throw in the non-conference. It's not been good. So, Kevin, what you're saying is it might be time to make a change whether he wants to stay or not because you don't think he's done that I'm good not a job the that. last two years. I, yeah, I'm not are. saying that. What, Look at what the, I'm SC, saying the is, SEC record. You just pointed it out. Yeah, and so we know good coaches can have bad stresses. Um, and so well, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't know what's motivating Musselman to, to look elsewhere. I do know that I, I call it like I said. I'm calling balls and strikes. I'm telling you what the record is. I'm not making it up or cherry picking. I even re- remind folks Arkansas went to a Sweet 16 last year. You can't remove that and pretend like it didn't happen. That mattered. Uh, but I think it also matters that Arkansas should be competitive in the SEC um, and, and better than they've done with a 10th place finish last year and right now tracking no better than 12. Uh, and so it's not necessarily a trend. It's trending, but it hasn't become a something you could point to and say, well, you know, that's that's a consistent problem. But, it, it, you know, last 51 games is what it is, you know, 25 and 26, and so that's part of it. Uh, but I wouldn't say he should be on the hot seat. I would say if he comes back, things changed. And no matter how, you know, he's going to have to recruit as though he was never leaving. And, and I think enough's been out there. There's enough folks talking, especially with some of the recruits and their families, where they're, they're asking me questions. They're paying attention to this stuff. All right, Kevin. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about on Tuesday. I'm at Cersei, by the way, guys, for the 5A State Tournament. Just watched Parkview knock off Alma. Advance to the semifinals on Saturday against Benton. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Fence Brokers. Thanks again to Chris Walker and company. Up next, Trey Beauty of Hogsports.com. It's the largest and heaviest moving part in your home. It's the garage door. It never fails at a convenient time. Trust Overhead Door Company of Little Rock to keep your garage door running smoothly 24-7, 365. With same-day service and trusted technicians, Overhead Door Company of Little Rock is the team to call. The original Red Ribbon Garage Door Company since 1967. Call 